Hello and welcome to Funky Baz Face, three brothers talking footy, but tonight, two brothers talking footy, my co-host, Baz. Welcome Baz, welcome back mate. Thank you mate, great to be back, great to be back in the land of Oz, although did have a sense, hasn't, not going to talk Goody Saints mate, Goody Saints is over. Nice change. I'm going to talk Bali because that was a brilliant holiday, it was actually fantastic, it was uh, 27 odd degrees every day to 30 degrees, sun, drinking, Great people, unbelievable food, and we did some great things, whitewater rafting, snorkeling, uh, waterbomb park. Highly recommend it to our brothers and sisters to go over there. You do drop a lazy, you know, eight to ten grand, but <laughs> it is brilliant. But uh, yeah, fantastic. The whole the whole thing was great. Kids had a great time. Now, I just want to ask you though, Face. I'll tell you what, it wouldn't be a podcast, the Funky Baz Face, without Baz giving us a monologue about his life in the last couple of minutes. <laughs> so, um, good no, to see you true to form. But where's, was... where's the funk tonight? Uh, I've got no idea. Where is he? He's working in Melbourne, mate. Oh, so that's why we don't have... Working in inverted commas, Face, you'd think? Working. He'd be yeah. watching uh, AFL, be watching cricket on two different screens yeah. in Getting his room. Room service. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Gluten-free, of course. Yes, he would be. But uh, no, it is great to be back and it was a sensational time. You know what really annoyed me though, Face? Had a great time. Yeah. Are you the sort of person when you're in a plane, do you put your seat back on a flight or do you just are you considerate of the other person? I'm considerate, but if I am tired and uncomfortable, I have no care for anyone else around me. Really? <laughs> I, was what, as, what I was asleep, right? I'm on my flight. And then this how long's the this, flight? Well, five hours. Mm. It's not over on flight, but five hours. I was asleep, and this guy in front of me put his seat back. Woke me up, mate. Couldn't get back to sleep. I reckon it's super inconsiderate. I didn't do it to the person behind me. It's, it's, I think it's all about you as a person. If That's you put your seat back, I reckon you're a shit of a, it's a It's a reflection. <laughs> it is. It is. So I'd, I'd like to see what other people would have thought you, of that. That's what you needed to do. Well, let's ask our uh, brothers and sisters what they do on the plane. What's their etiquette? I'll yes. tell you what, if that bloke goes back, then you go back, and then the person behind you goes back. That's right. It's just a bad chain of events. It is. But I did listen to uh, you boys over there. I thought you did very well, uh, you two. And, and uh, Alice, Anthony Aliciani, have I got that right? Very well done. Yeah, he was excellent. Or t- Toey is his nickname. Toey. Right? I didn't realise that there's so many good blokes that are port supporters. We had... Uh, Ross Waite. Ross Waite, good good bloke. And Legend that's two in a row. I'd, I'm surprised at that, because when I've been at the ground, I haven't really met any good blokes that are port supporters. But... Uh, <laughs> Little, yeah, a little bit aggro when um, their team's playing against Adelaide, aren't they? A little bit um, not as not as uh, welcoming. No, and he actually, he actually put something nice about Tex on uh, Twitter this week. He did, uh, our mate Toey. So well done to him. Actually, we've got some good football news about Toey coming up a little bit later. So we'll share right. that with our. Uh, but it's good sisters. to be back, mate. Good to be back. So no funky tonight. Finals week. Uh, Essendon and West Coast are currently um, yep. halftime right now. So we'll talk a little bit about finals week coming up. Um, Collingwood Doc, Doco, um, inside out. How good was that this yeah, week? That was sensational. It was on a bit late, but you know what? I didn't care about the next day because I was just captivated by that. Yeah. How much has the admiration for the Collingwood Footy Club just gone up? Skyrocketed. Oh, it, it, is, it is unbelievable how much uh, respect you can have for another club by just watching. Nathan Buckley, the man, has gone from boiled lollies to chocolates in a very short amount of yeah. time, hadn't he? Like, well, just by his actions. That, you showed him at Docco, round two, they were saying, nah, he's out. He was given a two-year contract mm. prior, um, poor start to the year in 2018, and then suddenly, uh, funny enough, they come out against Adelaide and absolutely destroy us. So. If I could have dinner with anybody in this world, there'd probably be a few A-list of Hollywood stars that I wouldn't mind having dinner with, but I reckon Buckley would be right up there. Would I be there, mate? Probably not, 
<laughs> well, seeing you picked Mark um, the other week when who would you rather uh, live the life of? You yeah. picked Mark and Mark picked you. I'm guessing <laughs> I'm again the third wheel, so uh, that's fair enough. Um, was a fantastic doco. Um, tonight's episode, Baz, mm. uh, we'll talk about the followers. You've got some um, content on followers too, so yes. we'll welcome our new brothers and sisters. It always makes Funky and I nervous when you say, boys, I've got a new segment. And yes. Baz has got a new segment tonight. I believe it's very topical. It's very to topical. The, to the week of football. Yes. Uh, in South Australia. So yes, let's uh, look forward to hearing that. Yes. Um, we've got Would You Rathers. Um, you're going to talk about the amateur finals weekend that's coming up. Uh, I'm just going to let you know who's been relegated and who's nice and who's got promoted. That's what I'll let you know. My mighty Bulldogs are out, but anyway, we'll talk more about that. Uh, we've got uh, I'd Be Nervous Ifs, Faces Fresh Finds, and we'll talk about the footy. Um, you're going back to a couple of weeks ago for your I'd Be Nervous Ifs. You're having another crack. So our loyal listeners will know exactly what I'm yes, talking about. Yes, It's uh, Funky's under the pump here. <laughs> His position is... Untenable? Untenable. <laughs> he cannot He cannot back this girl anymore, okay? We'll leave it at that. All right, leave it at that. Uh, give me your first follower, Baz. Well, it's Kenty. 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 Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence Kent, going to get married soon. Hello, um, Lawrence. Yeah, he's uh, getting married soon, so he's a, he'd be a nervous boy. He's, he's batting above, isn't he, Kenty? Well, a lot of blokes are batting above, <laughs> but he's one of them. Yeah. Uh, and where the other two? What's that? Where the other two? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, you don't want to be batting below, because that's just disaster. <laughs> <laughs> You're batting below. <laughs> That's not a great look. Uh, I played B-grade footy once with a guy that was batting below. And it was yeah, very humorous. Anyway, uh, what we've got here, Face, what is you got Kenty, Kenty, mate? Is Kenty. He has brought up tonight to me that you wanted to leave out the man that's on 96 at the moment, <laughs> the man that's probably the greatest batter since Don Bradman. You actually wanted to leave him out of the World Cup uh, squad. Face, can you please... Just back up what you said there. Already. So is that your bake to me tonight that was uh, I had no idea about? Is that right? Is that the crack you have? Well, I'm, I'm having a crack at you. Kenty no, wants you to answer. Definitely. So you we, wanted to leave him out of the Australian side. So the lead up to the World Cup, he had played no cricket. Mm. He had an elbow operation. Yes. And they talked about bringing Warner and Smith yep. um, into a team that had no lead and up in, cricket. In hindsight, how would you think that's gone, that, that little comment from you? I don't think he had a great tournament in the World Cup. He played some good games, but how did we go in the World Cup? Did we win? Oh, we got pretty close. <laughs> I can't so I, I think England won, mate. Remember on the yeah yeah because yeah, they hit too many fours. Um, it uh, oh no, I've seen replay. Um, I, I think that is vindicated. We we didn't win the cup. He didn't bring home you know, a, bi- a big trophy for us. So Kenty. Um, back in your box, Lance. Jeez, oh, but I'll tell you what, he's dominating. The he's unbelievable. Right he's unbelievable. As Kenzie was saying, he's just captivating to watch. Like, I think he's redefining batting. Like, it's it, not. It's not. How many young also, kids are going to yeah. be batting like him? How many kids have been waving their bat around, <laughs> pointing, fidgeting? Like, it's going to redefine. And the way that he just nudges the ball around. It's brilliant, and it, it actually just destroys the confidence of the bowlers. They just think, don't know how the hell they're going to get, it, get him out. It, it's so unorthodox the way he moves across his crease. Mm. It's perfect plumb, but he just hits he just back hits every him. time. But it's going to be interesting to see the young kids and how they do copy him and uh, emulate him as well. 
Um, it's like he's wielding a samurai sword after he leaves a ball. It's one of the yeah. funniest things you'll see. So yeah. agree with that. Thank you for the feedback, Kenty. Anything yes. else on followers, Baz? No, mate. We have some new brothers and sisters to Funky Baz face again this week. We're just going uh, through the roof. Um, Faith Foster. That's a nice does it, does it ring a bell? No. No, she's an international and bikini uh, modelling uh, on Instagram and, and Twitter influencer. So, are you sure she's not following us for some credit card details? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll have to uh, challenge Funky on why Faith Foster is uh, following us. It's got nothing mm-hmm. to do with me. Uh, Gwen Meyer, she's a change facilitator and coach. We have C. Bellamy following us. Really? Craig Bellamy from uh, the... Is it, is it a... No, it's actually not Craig Bellamy. Oh. The uh, Premiership coach in Melbourne's thoughts, Chris Bellamy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, that would have been nice, Craig Bellamy following us. Um, but welcome to uh, Chris Bellamy. He's a, he's a life coach. He's a bit of a salesman, so he's probably right up your alley, Baz. Maybe get yeah. in contact. We have the Backyard Charizard. He's a follower of Power Fan Port, uh, Power from Port Ant and Alessiani. Mm-hmm. Um, he's added our podcast to his list, which is great, seeing we had Ant last week. Basically, the Backyard Charizard, he does videos live and interactive of all the AFL games. So he films himself watching games and talking through it. Very good. He's a Melbourne supporter, so there's been a lot of anguish yes. this year. Well, they've been quite good to watch, actually. Um, another one called the Highlander Experience. If you're ever down, I think it's down uh, Narrow Court Way, so this mm-hmm. uh, pub's following us. Joe Moore's just followed us. He's a uh, Sydney Swan supporter, so um, uh, welcome to all our new brothers and sisters. Last week, Funky put to our brothers and sisters uh, from the podcast uh, to give us the headline of the team's year. So I did the review of the Crows and I said, mm-hmm. Highway yeah, Hill. Yeah. Uh, Toey, uh, Alessiani, said the roller coaster just doesn't come back up. I didn't think that. that Quite. It no. didn't you know, roll off the tongue as well. Yeah. Matt Roberts, Melbourne supporter, he goes, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great from him. Um, Dave Lloyd, who I called him Davey during the week, uh, in Port Supporter, he went with Never Tear Us Apart. Mm. Mm. Jimmy Norris yes. said, Spiked Crows left deflated after luck, lackluster season. So, uh, funky like that one. So, uh, Jimmy wins again. But I'll tell you what, Matt Roberts, I didn't mind that one. Hello, Darkness, my old friend. So uh, he's probably the winner. Thank you to all that. Funky put up one. He came up with, There they go, there they go, all the old crows. I thought that was really flat from Funky. Yeah, he's better than that. Now, Dale Lewis from Jars and Louie on mm-hmm. Triple M, mm-hmm. he said, I want a roof on the cricket grounds. He said, surely all the technology, and I'm thinking, this is Baz's bake from about three weeks ago. Exactly, exactly. It's, I mean, the expectation that we had yesterday, before the start of play yesterday, Lost was unbelievable. Yeah. And then it was flat, it was windy, it was cold, the bowlers couldn't get into it. crowd doesn't want to be there. Uh, the crowd were quiet. I mean, yeah, it, it certainly lost. They took the bales off the stumps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Um, we've had some great uh, stuff on Facebook. Darren Stansbury, do you remember Darren Stansbury came to Brosses? Yeah. Five grand uh, from five double Yep. Uh, so well done to him. Um, that's about it, mate. Well, face. This week it's very topical, right? I'm nervous. Yeah. I, nervous. What, what I want you to know is, is that the things you don't realise what you've got until it's gone. Okay. Taylor Walker last week. No one, not one person was talking him up. No one was saying what a great bloke he is or you know, how, what a good job he's done. As soon as they sack you or you step down, 
everyone talks about. It's like when you pass away. Everyone says what a great bloke you are, okay? So with Taylor Walker, everyone this week, including myself, been saying what a great captain he was yeah. through the hard times through Phil Walsh. Yeah. So it's brought me and led me to give you a team of things that you don't <laughs> realise. A team. Things you don't realise what you've got until it's gone. I'll tell you what, Frankie right. will love another team. team it's of a the team. Year. It's a team of the week of things you don't realise <laughs> what you've got until it's gone. Just like Taylor Walker. Yeah. We don't realise what we've got. See, he'll never lift a cup, you know, as a premiership captain. Yeah. Okay, so we don't realise what we've got until it's gone. Now, number Go in the forward pocket. Right. Shane Warren. Right. Okay. He would just destroy the opposition and we just expect him to come on, throw him the ball on the last day. He would just take eight wickets and just win us the game. Flip it. Yep. And now, I won't lie, it's pretty good, but still, Shane Warne, you know. We went through some dark times between um, Warney and Lyon, didn't we? We did. Full forward? Yeah. Peter Brock. <laughs> Peter Brock. You used to carve out Mount Panorama, right? You just do it year after year. All of a sudden, he's doing a charity ride down Tasmania. Gone. Hits a tree. Gone. See you later. We don't realise everyone got 05 on their back. All the one, all the, all the, <laughs> the Elizabethans got to 05 on their guns. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. So Peter Brock, right? Full right, forward. I'm with you. He's full forward. Yeah. Probably short full forward. But he's still. Full Any forward. chance you can quicken up this team of the week? <laughs> Other forward pocket. Father Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. Father Christmas was gold as a kid. Can right? we start this podcast <laughs> as, a, as a kid? I hope, your kid, I hope your kids are asleep right now. Yeah, is that a what? <laughs> Half Ward Flake, you don't realise what you've got until it's gone. What, Easter Bunny? Is your first girlfriend. There was nothing better than pashing your first girlfriend. i tell you what, how much vitriol did I get from you and Mark with my girlfriends at, as the younger brother? Ridiculous. Yeah, no, well, You escaped unlucky. all that criticism. Unlucky. So your first girlfriend, there's nothing like it. You look back on it now and think, how good was that? That was easy. That was sensational. Yeah. Meeting the old man for the first time. Sin <laughs> a half, half forward, family feud. Fantastic. Oh. Fantastic. Survey, Great show. All right. On the other half forward flank, high school. How good was high school? I no responsibilities. That was the you easiest do time it, of your You life. do whatever you want. You'd go all day, just muck around with your mates, play footy at lunchtime. Talk to some girls, try and pick them up, they'd reject you, but still, you'd move on. You know what? Just stop there for a sec. Mm. One of the great things about that high school time was actually coming home. Mm -hmm. You had an easy day at school. Yeah. You'd come home, <laughs> you'd open up a bag of chips, put your feet up, <laughs> mum would come in the shop and you'd be like, sorry, I'm watching TV. I've got that like, coming up, actually. Oh, okay, I've got sorry. that coming okay, up. But that is so true. You don't realise how good we had it. And now we come home and we're like working to the bone. Oh, I know. It's actually easier at work. On the wing. <laughs> frosted hair tips. Back in the day, frosted hair tips were a big thing. And you had them going very, very <laughs> strong. Even now, that looks a little bit uh, lighter. That's uh, in the centre? In the centre, the price is right. With Rob Brown. <laughs> you know they'd run down the stairs? <laughs> it's a great Bendle, show. Yeah. The price is right. You have to guess it. Uh, toothpaste, whether it's a dollar five or it's ninety nine cents, <laughs> in the middle, up higher, lower. Sensation. I used right? to love the uh, the pup. The, the part was good. Yeah, oh, nice. <laughs> and the models, the models were doing. Yeah, they were Delvin Delaney. Yeah. Yep. On the other wing, hit movies. There was nothing better than a hit movie in the eighties and nineties. Titanic. What a movie. Sensational. Michael J. Fox was big back in the day. Pretty Woman, Crocodile Dundee, Forrest Gump, Dumb and Dumber, American Beauty. They were just iconic movies. We didn't realise how good we had it back then. Yeah. These days, the movies aren't as good. Okay, I'd like okay. to hear different from anyone, but I don't think so. 
on the halfback flank is under 17 football or junior sport in general. Like, how good was it? Your whole week was just focused towards the game on the weekend. If you got the best players, it was unbelievable to get the best players. And then all the kids would see your name in the paper Love then. It. So you would walk around with shoulders back, just walking back, just thinking, how good am I? <laughs> Nothing better than junior sport. Um, you play against your mates on the weekend and you see them on the school. Centre half back is at SNFL. Like, you may be a bit young for this face, but SNFL back in the day was unbelievable. 10,000 at Nord Oval, jam-packed. You have a Balfour's pie. You're riding close there. The scoreboard would change the, the scores on the other teams. You'd see that. You, there's no mobile phones to tell you what, what the other school was doing. I'll tell you what, when we had Ump's Chunks here in yeah. your house that night, that yes. was great looking back at his old games and stuff. Just the yeah. uh, energy of the crowd and the players was fantastic. Like it. On, on the other um, back flank or pocket, I've got yep. Smoko, right? Smoko was unbelievable. As an apprentice, there was no phones for people to look at their phones and stare at their phones. You actually had to communicate with people mm. and you had to tell stories. And we heard some of the greatest stories at Smoko and you had to actually be decent value rather than just, you know, looking into your phone. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, in the other back pocket phase, I've got Sundays at home. Right, <laughs> underrated because you would get up from a night on the gas the night before. Yeah, you would lay on the couch, you would get the quilt out, and two other brothers would be sitting on the other couch, and you would not move <laughs> for eight hours yeah, watching early, early afternoon watching uh, both two games of footy, and then it would get to around about Kelvin Crease would come on to the, <laughs> <laughs> the news or Daninikin or whatever his name was from Channel Ten. What's his name? George Dunnikin. George Dunnikin. He'd come on channel and talk to you about Kosovo. it. Possible. <laughs> but that was some of the great days. And we didn't appreciate nah, how we took it for granted. Because now we? we're like, you know, running you know around and changing. We didn't know what we had until it was gone, Matthew. Exactly. A bit like Taxi Walker. Yeah. Uh, grandparents are fullback. Oh, grandparents. I like that. Yeah, grandparents. You don't realise how good they are until, they, until they're gone. That's you know? heartfelt. Yeah, yes. they're right from the heart, this team. Um, on the other one, not so heartfelt, is house parties. Nothing beat house parties. Right? House parties were the best. Especially when it wasn't your house. When it wasn't your house. People put eggs in the microwave. People are passion on or more in the, one of the rooms yeah. there. Beer bottles in the gutters. One of my greatest, almost fearful experiences was that house party in one of those rooms for the girl. <laughs> <laughs> I had zero idea what I was doing. Oh, we might have to do another All podcast. Right. Yeah, forget that one. Next one is Sky Show. How good was the Sky Show? Very bit young for that. Yeah. We should drive down to one of the uh, things down here. I would have been in my jammies. And SAFM Sky asleep. Show. Yep. Brilliant. Great time to pass at the Sky <laughs> Show. Uh, and last of all, I've got is the drive-ins. Drive-ins, brilliant. It was some of the best times you've had driving. So that is my things you don't realise what you've got until it's gone. I like and the Taxi best. Walker. We don't realise what we had in, in terms of him until it's gone. And now we'll get someone that will say the mundane lines. He did something a little bit different and he got caned for it. Yeah. And one person can only put up with so much. Like, he just thought at the end of it, I think he just thought, it's not What's worth the it. Point? Yeah. And I, I guarantee people will talk about him less now. And that's, the vi- he's the, a country boy. The vitriol he has copped on social media and, yeah. you know, we get it sent to us um, from our... Um, friends and listeners mm. um, is incredible uh, what one man's had to put up with yep. considering what he's gone through for that club so yep. he's very uh, loyal to the club which is fantastic and I uh, hope he has a good couple of years coming up mm. I like your team Baz very good not so nervous now um, amateur finals weekend tell us what's happening with uh, relegation and promotion well that was a really tight game 
uh, went from Unley got promoted to Div One, which is a massive rise for them. That's uh, Paddy Kane's club. Well, they they uh, beat Atherston, my old team, by one point, so they got <laughs> promoted. Glenunga went to Div Two, which is a big rise for them as well. They've come through the grade. CBC uh, Christian Brothers have gone to Div Three. Yeah. Hope Valley have gone up to Div Four. West Croydon. Uh, Funky's uh, hometown yep. has gone to five. What a crime in West Croydon. Morse St Paul's Div 6. Yeah. Uh, Teacher Gully and Henley have been relegated. You sure uh, St is... Paul's Div 6? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'd probably get nervous now that you say that. No, nah, it's Div 7, but that's alright. Uh, I'll let that pass. Um, yeah, Teacher Gully and Henley have been relegated. Gazer, Andrew Jarman's team. I saw that, uh, and he, he's gone, hasn't he's he? has gone. Yeah. Uh, they've been relegated to Div 3. Jeps Cross and Morphy Park have been relegated to Div 4. Paraka, Penalight Gardens, relegated to Div uh, 5. Trinity, uh, Trinity and Blackfriars yeah. down to 6. And Brahma Lodge, O'Sullivan's Beach, down to 7. Once you get down to Div, Div 7. So, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the go uh, for promotion and relegation. Good update, and I'll tell you why I know about Div 7, because Toey, mm. our co-host from last week, Anthony Alessiani, is yep. playing in the grand final this week at Thebiton Oval for yep. St. Paul's Old Scholars versus Mawson Lakes. Right. I'll tell you what, tough ground to play on Thebby Oval. Very Big windy. Ground, and it's going to be windy at this time of year. I'll tell you what, last Saturday, he's lucky it wasn't last Saturday because that was windy as hell here in Adelaide. I think so. sort of seven, seven goals just about wins it, doesn't it? Yeah. That's the ground that you cried on a few uh, years ago. I did get quite emotional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up again. Uh, Faces Fresh Finds, let's get into it, Baz. Yes. Why you've been away, look, I did spend a little bit of time on Faces Fresh Finds. Um, probably bored everyone to death. Last week was much more succinct and straightforward. This week, there's been, because the Crows and Port have obviously been knocked out, The Raw uh, on Twitter, so have a look at uh, at The Raw, have published season reviews on Crows and Port. Mm. Some really great highlights there, a little bit about Adelaide. So they talked about um, their list profile and basically said it's not sustainable. There's just too many old players on the list and they haven't promoted the young guys. Can I interrupt you there? Isn't our man, our list manager, meant to be in control of that? Justin Reid. Justin Reid. Isn't he meant to be the next big thing in terms of who he is? Isn't He's responsible for that, surely. Yes, but then it also comes down to selection. Yeah, like, so do you cool. think Reid has... He doesn't have the ultimate say over yeah, selection. Yeah, good call, folks. I like that. It's like um, talking about... Um, Hamish Ogilvy, he's bringing the kids in. The talent's there, perhaps, yeah. but we haven't seen it enough. You yeah. know, everyone's talking about Gallucci and Himmelberg and perhaps Rolly Knight's probably a little bit older, but they're not getting the opportunity. Yeah, that's fair cool. Um, so have a look at that. That's at the, at the Raw. Um, Adelaide fielded the second oldest team on average in the competition this year, younger only than Hawthorne, and we still finished 12th. So where mm. does that leave us? That's uh, leave Adelaide. Uh, I talk about a few podcasts, which is probably not the great thing to do when we're running a podcast. Um, but I listened to the Sack podcast this week, Tony Shaw, uh, when he was sacked from Collingwood. So he talked about after playing, he actually got a call from Carlton to be uh, Carlton, be an assistant coach under David Parkin. Um, he sat in the meeting room with Parkin and a few of the other board members. In walk, walks Jack Elliott, John Elliott. Jeez, he, that'd be intimidating. He came it? into the meeting and goes, you'll end up being the highest paid seconds coach in the history of the game, like this, and then just walked out like arrogant as all hell. Um, so <laughs> he said it didn't really put him off, but he just knew McAllister was, uh, uh, Elliot was like that. Upon leaving that meeting, Alan McAllister rang from Collingwood and said, come back and be an assistant to Lee Matthews. We want you, he thinks he's almost up. 
come back one year later he was in the top job at Collingwood um, too soon wasn't it far too soon yeah, and he yeah. said in hindsight I wish I went to Carlton to yeah. get a different perspective different club um, wouldn't have that pressure straight away he said my area of development of players was excellent but my man management was poor he said I didn't know how to do it and that's what um, he had four years he said and it's probably fair enough I got the sack after four years I heard him speak um, that they put the camera into the room it was the last game at Victoria Park and he was coach yep. and I was very underwhelmed with the speech much like I was with, with Sheedy um, yeah. was that his last game or was it at the Victoria last Park, game at Victoria, at, game? at Victoria Park I was very okay. underwhelmed with it and I was underwhelmed with Sheedy's as well I think the mystique of the speech is probably a bit overrated yeah um, but I'll tell you what, listening to Buckley during the week in, in the Collingwood uh, doco. After the grand final, oh, that, that, was, that, that was tough just, to watch. It was it? captivating. It was just magnificent listening to that. Oh, do you remember in 2017, cameras were following Adelaide players everywhere. Groups, meetings, player, like um, after games, everything. Why didn't Adelaide do something like that that would have reflected, you know, the year that ended poorly in the grand final, but the development of the year leading up, all the history that happened prior. Mm, I did think it was great PR from uh, Collingwood. Like, but, I, I, but you said it was more than PR. Yeah. Adelaide would do it. That's the difference, I reckon. Adelaide would do it as a PR marketing tool. Mm. Collingwood did it as a, this is the culture of our club right But now. it's, you know, like everybody thought what a great doco that was. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not often the opposition love it as well. Yeah. Um, getting back to Tony Shaw. So would you agree with this? He said about teaching players footballers how to read the play he said that some people say you can other people say it's, it's a natural thing that you can't teach a player what would you think because you're no, a we, coach we do it all the time at Goody yeah. Saints he, he said no doubt you can teach players absolutely play. without, without a doubt you can teach them because yeah. we, we that's our main focus of where you're standing and we say all the time where's the ball going next which means that you are thinking your brain 100% of the time is not just out there going da, da, switched da, 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 da. You, watching. Your, your brain is thinking the ball is here now where will it more than likely go next and I will get into that position that's the way that I always played is I was always thinking where can I get my next step what did I do guys? Uh, you probably did that I switched off <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that again. yeah I don't think I did that um, <laughs> but you talked about being offensive and, and defensive and, and teaching the players that so that was interesting to hear um, I listened to Where Are They Now with Bruce Lindner, the Prez, this week on Rowie and Vicks. Mm -hmm. He started at Renmark Rovers here in SA. He was coached in the under-17s by the A-grade full forward. And by the middle of the year, um, the A-grade full forward was dropped to the reserves and the Prez was elevated into mm. full forward Jeez. in the A-grade. So he actually got his coach dropped to the twos. Wow. Ended up winning a flag at Renmark that year. He won a flag in 83 at West Adelaide. Went to Geelong in 85. Um, he went there sort of before anybody else did, like, you know, before you yeah. Kernahan and Platten and Motley and that. He said he was um, offered three times the amount of money he was at West Adelaide mm -hmm. and signed and, and played there. He had ankle and knee problems, but um, he had a really good year. He was actually second best player for Geelong in 89 in that grand final. How's this for a scoreline? Uh, it's much talked about, but 21-18 to 21-12. That is just a remarkable grand final. Yeah, if, if it happened now, it'd be... I mean, it, it has been talked about in the, for the ages. Hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, he talked about his nickname, The Prez, and how he got that. Um, um, the guy from West Adelaide. Who's, who's the football manager there, the long-time? Thomas. 
Thank you, Doug Thomas. Yeah. Called in the prez because he used to park in the president's car park all the time <laughs> and take his car park and the president had to it's, park it's somewhere a good else. Ni- it's a good nickname. Great it? nickname. Yeah. Um, the lads from the press box, um, Sam Tugwell, 5AA, they interviewed uh, Warren Treadray this week, had him on as a co-host. That was really good. Did you hear about Jack Higgins and what mm-hmm. happened with him this oh, week? I just know that he's out for a lot of next year. Yes, yeah, so a lot of next year. The brain bleed, he has to have, go in and have more surgery. They said it's a genetic thing from when he was first born, so it's nothing that's happened from a football impact or anything like that. So mm-hmm. incredible the amount of time he's missing. Uh, and the last one. We've talked about Mickey McGuan um, and his role with the A-grade squad at Keylor um, in uh, Victoria. Well, yep. their under-15 side won the grand final on the weekend. Uh, they were down all game. Uh, let me just get that. So they were playing uh, Strathmore in the EDFL under-15s Division 1, playing Strathmore. But the Moors were undefeated until grand final day, had led all afternoon. They kicked the first three goals in the match, had a, held a nine-point advantage at the final change, and Keelor um, booted the only two goals of the last quarter to seal the flag. And a thirteen-year-old kid got holding the ball with five seconds to go uh, for Kilo, slotted it straight through on a forty-five. Everyone went nuts oh. and killed it. So how good sport! I tell you what, sport is. And, just... and imagine doing that as a kid, as a thirteen-year-old and under fifteen. That's massive for for him going forward. This time of year, there's yeah. legends to be made, and yeah. there is just some heartbreaking stories as well. So the coach. Quoted, he said, he's a pretty good kick. In that moment, I sort of stopped being coach and was just watching like any other person on the ground. He actually, in his mind, thought that the game was done and he was preparing his losing speech yeah. of what he would say. Um, he said the tears flow pretty quickly because it doesn't get much more emotional than that. So, Brilliant. fantastic for under-15 games. Brilliant. Uh, what have we got now, Baz? Um, I'd be nervous if... Well, mate, I tell you, I'd be nervous if I was Funky Harris at the moment. You know what he's done, right? He's backed Ash Barty, right? Now, Ash Barty has lost again at the US Open, okay? You're hot on Ash Barty, aren't you? I am hot on her, mate. And I'll How did she you... get to number one again? Well, I'll tell you what, right? Let me read this out. Ash Barty, listen to this, is on the brink of becoming the first Australian woman to end the year as the world's number one tennis player again, right? She's on the brink of it, right? This is, this, is, this is how bad the women's game is at the moment. Barty will return because Naomi Osaka's fourth round loss, okay? Yep. She got maximum points last year, which means that she loses, then, then Barty will come up. However, Barty lost to world number 18, Kyung Wang, right? <laughs> and that took, time. listen to this, all right? Yep. That took Barty's record against top 20 players at Grand Slams in her career to 1 and 10. The only time that she has won a match against a top 20 player at a major uh, was her breakthrough French Open when she beat number 14, uh, seed number 14. Yeah. So listen to this again. She has not won, she's beaten one top 20 player and lost 10. Okay, now you tell me that's the best player in the world. I want an inquiry <laughs> into why she is number one. There has to be some underhanded tactics going on here. What, and t- Funky Harris cannot back her any longer. I want an apology from Funky Harris. I want him to come out and say that that is wrong, that she is number one. Martina Natalia Rover <laughs> would be rolling in her grave if, you, if, if she was in one. She's, she's still alive, She's mate. still alive, that's fine. <laughs> she would be absolutely aghast at how... 
Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf. Arantxa Sanchez. <laughs> she was number one. How Ash Barty can sleep at night knowing that she's number one test player, uh, not test player, uh, uh, well, tennis player. Yeah. She's won one and lost t- 10 against top 20 players. Now, Funky cannot defend that. That is an you've had a lot of people sham. in your you've had a lot of people in your corner on this. Yeah, Ash Chumps is right by me as Spot well. Spot on, Mick Abbott. Yep. Um, yep. and he's from a, a very good what sporting, about Toey? Sporting Did Toey about pedigree. Last week? Uh, can't remember uh, with uh, Toey actually, but I think we brought up your conversations. But I don't know how he can, can defend those raw stats. I tell you what, so. she wouldn't be sleeping well knowing that. No, she wouldn't. Be. No, I'm with you. Thank you, mate. Worst number one tennis player ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have another I'd be nervous if for Mate, the podcast tonight? I'd be nervous if I was the Sydney Swans. Not because of the hot dog sellers, mate. They're, they're long gone. Not they're doing the cricket. Shit house this year? No, no. Because they're looking to recruit Bennell. Okay? Now, uh, Harley Bennell, who has really shot his own career in the foot in terms of drug use and and doing the wrong, wrong thing, thing going out Gold Coast was a shambles up there yeah. second chance at Fremantle and didn't take it on board he played you know three games in four years uh, he's had a lot of calf injuries but apparently he's got some miracle doctor that's going to save him so Sydney albeit on a low contract you would think but it looks as though Sydney Swans are heavily into Harley Bennell taking a pun taking a pun on it put, probably put him on the rookie list but I it just doesn't sit well with me. But you've had your chance, mate. You've had your second chance, and you've probably had three chances. Like, don't give him a fourth. I don't reckon there's any other players that compare to Harley Bunnell with the opportunity, the potential for no. absolute stardom that he could have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just... Clearly, the environment at Gold Coast was the wrong environment for that person. <laughs> you know, he, he it could have been a worse club. Like, say if he went to someone like a Geelong, it'd be totally different. He'd probably be a... Um, Brownlow medalist or something like that. Well, I, I just think that he, <laughs> it, the Gold Coast is just a shambles in terms of a, a, a good foundation club for him because, you know... Do you remember who his mentor was? Oh. Carmichael Hunt. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, yeah. He, oh, he lived with him. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that sort of says enough. But, yeah, I just think that you're probably going to let, let that one go, I would have thought. Yeah, I like it. Uh, love to know our brothers and sisters uh, thoughts on uh, I'd be nervous ifs this week thank you Bez uh, <coughs> excuse me we'll finish with would you rathers yes very very topical being finals now you said West Coast is a sure thing mm-hmm. they're up by a fair bit at half time so yes. uh, we'll see how that game finishes out Essendon have been playing well over the last couple of weeks but hard game West Coast and Perth so we'll see how that finishes I'll give you the Woodra Rathers for the rest of the games um, this year. So uh, this this week of uh, first week of finals, would you rather GWS or Western Bulldogs? No expectations on the GWS. I've never known a team to, to have a good season like they've had and have no expectations. No one's talking about them. No one cares about them. Their supporters don't care about them. <laughs> they don't the have supporters, any supporters. The supporters are over in Bali like that. In the same room together. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the other thing where they the, on the uh, Gold Coast where they got their members to give the goodies to the players? <laughs> but I cracked the get that two, 
two members had to give uh, no, double <laughs> double goonies out because they didn't have enough members. Uh, anyway, GWS uh, to me, no one talks about them. I, I think that they're a massive chance against the Bulldogs. No yeah. one's talking Bulldogs. They're Bulldog, playing at home. Bulldogs been up for a, a number of weeks now too. They play that. They win this one. They play a, a beaten side. I think they're a big chance to to go through. And they're my sort of smoky because no one's. Uh, having a expecting, a expecting them, yeah. Everyone's been talking up the Bulldogs as you know, even Premiership. Yeah, I think uh, there has, there's always a few upsets in finals. Yeah, yeah. It'd be very interesting if a team comes from five, from fifth to eighth to to be off in the grand final. Yeah. Um, next one, Brisbane or Richmond, up in the Gabba. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think Brisbane a massive chance on this one, and I don't think it's the end of the world if Richmond lose. They go back to the G. Oh, yeah. Either way, they're going to play. MCG for the rest of the what year. Did, what so did you say? This is Jack Rewalt's first... Uh, first game away from MCG this year. This year. Now, he's missed about probably 10, 12 games because of but injury. It's still amazing. That's yeah. ridiculous that he, yeah. he hasn't left uh, Punt Road or <laughs> or uh, the MCG yeah, this year. Yeah. So uh, he, his, uh, his wife and family would be enjoying that. Um, would you rather Geelong or Collingwood oh, at the MCG? Yeah, it's a big one, isn't it? I think that uh, Geelong have got so much to lose here. I think I think they've finished top. They're playing against a team that's got a lot of players back. You know, like Degoe's yeah. back, Stevenson's back. How's our boy? Did, did Jack Magin? No, he got drops. Yeah. So they've got three back. Geez, they've got a lot to lose, I reckon, Geelong. You know, if they, if they lose... Maybe they could go to Brisbane next week, will they? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, it depends what happens with Brisbane. Richmond, yeah, so they, they could actually go to Brisbane next week, which would be a nightmare scheduling thing for them. So I think they've they got the most to lose. They're I probably think. still going to have a home final uh, Geelong. Yeah. Yeah, I think Oh, yeah, you're probably right, but they've got yeah. a lot to lose, I reckon, this week. Yeah. Um, very interesting four games uh, to start off the first week of finals. Be as funky would say, fascinating to see the result. Fascinating to see the result. Um, Baz, mm. thank you very much for your company tonight in your house. No, we are, mate. Um, we'll watch the rest of this uh, AFL and uh, test. See Steve Smith knock about 300. And... Yep, and he shouldn't have made the World Cup. I just thought I'd emphasize <laughs> that. Thank you, Kenty. Uh, Baz, thanks for the night, mate. Thanks, we'll see, buddy. We'll see you next week. See you, boys. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Cheers.